On Monday, the Chief Minister Michael Gunner obviously delivered his year ahead speech, committing to deliver more permanent jobs and housing in the Northern Territory. Um, I know that probably most of you didn't hear that speech, uh, so I will just play a little bit for you right now. We need more homes in Catherine, in Darwin, in Nullumboy, in Tennant, in Palmerston. Our commissioners have reported to me they forecast more than $30 billion of capital investment over five years starting this year. That's from the private sector, gas, major infrastructure projects and defence. We must meet future growth by acting now. We are working to bring forward residential land releases in Holtz and Kiwandi, Kilgariff and Alice, Catherine East and Pico Road and Tennant. We can only end the FIFO era if developers commit to building homes and banks back them in. We will keep pushing out the land. We're going to market in 2024 with Holtz and Kiwandi. We're bringing this forward from 2026. Big things are happening. Get your skates on. So that was the Chief Minister earlier in the week delivering that year ahead speech. And I am joined on the line right now by the Urban Development Institute of Australia's Northern Territory President, Hermanus Lowe. Good morning to you, Hermanus. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Yeah, really well. Lovely to have you on the show. Um, is there land, well, outside of, uh, of Lee Point and, and other areas at this point where some of these, uh, this land can actually be released? Look, the, what the Chief Minister is talking about is Holton Kuwandi, which is an area currently undergoing the planning, um, sort of preparing the planning the area plan for that. Yeah. Um, and, and they're preparing the infrastructure plan for that as well. So, look, from UDA's perspective, we're excited that the, that the departments and the Chief Minister is, is, is looking at making sure the infrastructure is planned, making sure that the planning is there to support future development. Because the worst thing that happens, we're running out of land. Yes. That said, they saw a lot of land in the hands of developers. Obviously, you've got all of Sokoli, you've got North Crest, you've got Lee Point, you've got a whole bunch of development happening in Bolter Road and Berrima. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other developments out there as well, like the, the Heights Durex still in the cards, there's Sarah West is still in the cards. So there's still quite a few parts of the land available. But what we don't know as the UDI is, is, is what the plan for Halton Kuwandi is. So what is the turnoff rate? What is the department working on in terms of economic reform within those areas mm. in terms of uptake. So well, that's the one thing that we, we as the UDA is missing uh, and developers specifically is, is don't have the information in terms of, of demand forecast. Because as soon as we have that we can make investment decisions. Yeah, because I was going to so, say, yeah, realistically, if you don't actually, you know, looking at the demand forecast, um, I would suspect that you'd really have to kind of have an idea on that um, before you do release that additional land. Yeah, look, and the MT is a, is a hard place to, to forecast demand because it is so fluctuating. Um, down south, we've got, you know, large, very large uh, uh, uptake of land and very large, you know, number of transactions. It's, it's easier to forecast because you've got, a, you've got a, you know, a good base of which you can forecast. Up here, it's hard. Mm. It, it, we don't have the necessary um, number of, of sales, number of settlements, number of decisions in each of, the, uh, each of the price points that, that we're trying to achieve. So and I think that's another very important distinction as well, is, is while um, there's a, quite a lot of land in the hands of developers, it's always important to understand that there's different price points at which land are being sold for. So are we providing affordable land? Are we providing the right type of land? Are we providing land in the right location? That's always important to understand as well. So look, yeah, look, we, we're excited about what the Chief Minister is doing. I think what we really want to see is what, what his infrastructure plans are going to look like, what the area plan for, for Alta Kuan is going to look like.
Because has any of that been done yet at this point? Because I guess he made it sound on Monday like we're all guns blazing, it's going to be happening in the next two years, but has any of that background work happened yet? Look, it's, it's our understanding that's commenced. Um, the, the extent of it and, and the completion of dates of those, I, I'm not entirely across. Um, but look, two years away, yeah, so it's a push. It's a lot of work to be done before then. Yep. Um, but also, I mean, you know, let's look at it realistically. If, if Halton Kwandi is released to the market for, for uh, developers to, to express their interest and then to tend on, uh, by the time the, the developer is selected and by the time the contract is signed, the development agreement is signed, then the developer still has to engage a design team, still has to go through planning, still has to go get a con- contractor. By the time the first dawn key is going to go, it's going to be 2026, 2027. You know? So you've got, you've got a lot of planning to do before the first home is built in Halton Kwandi. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm excited to see that the chief minister and the departments are actually doing that work up front. Mm. Because it's something that we've been advocating for. Is make sure that your plans, your area plans are supported by infrastructure plans. Make sure there's sufficient overlays yep. so the developers can understand what you are planning in the future and we can have our investment portfolio ready so that we can support that development. Yeah. So, right, so even, uh, you know, he's saying by 2024, but the reality of it is that, you know, by the time you start turning those houses over, it is going to take a bit longer than that. Yeah, absolutely. Look, by the time, by the time you've got your con- contract with everyone on board, it takes two years before, you know, from yeah. to actually having key in the doors two years at least, you know. Yeah. Now, Hermanus, you mentioned uh, Zicoli, Northcrest, a few other areas uh, where there is, you know, there is actually land there uh, ready to be developed. Um, what's holding things up? Well, a couple of things. Um, right now, so last year with the, the, the federal grants and the local grants that was available, there was a big surge of, of, of land transactions, land, land sales. Mm. We experienced 2020 and 2021 the strongest sales in NT that we've had for years. Stronger even and, and just after, as, the, as, the, um, as we came off Impex, similar to back then. But since the middle of June last year, when the, all, all those grants ended, um, the, the markets really slowed down. Yeah. So our land transactions have really slowed down. So as a developer, you know, we forecast, because um, bear in mind, so by the time we make an investment decision, it takes us 12 months to get the product on market, so a physical title property. And in that 12 months, the market can shift. So what are we forecasting in terms of an accurate uptake rate for 12 months from now? And I guess that's where developers are struggling a little bit at the moment as well. We, we're not entirely seeing that big demand of, of purchases coming through. Yes, mm-hmm. we know that they Yes, we're seeing the inquiries, but we're not, not seeing land going to contract. And that's probably what a lot of developers are, are, are hesitant on. Yeah. Now, we are, a lot of those developers are working with government and are working under crown leases. And they've got certain development timeframes. That said, they are pushing ahead as fast as they can. I know Sokoli, Aspire, for instance, we are pushing really fast there to try and get land as much as possible. Yep. The problem is supply of material, so the, 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 the availability of resources. Getting, getting workers on site is, is the most difficult thing at the moment to, to achieve. Yep. So we, we had a month last year where we had to shut the site because our subcontractors were refusing to get um, vaccinated. Yeah, so, so this these, is the thing. All these issues contribute. Yeah. Hermanus, so in, in taking all of that into account, I mean, is there a need um, for additional housing or should we be made, waiting for more of a population increase before we sort of saturate the market or release more land? What I, well, what I will say is that 
I'm sure the department and the chief minister's office has got that forecast in terms of demand. That's mm. that population growth demand that's coming. I think we as an industry are still lacking that information, and then we'd be really excited to see what the forecast is in terms of population, and yeah. that would really give us some substance in terms of how we progress development. But I don't think we should ever sit still and not do anything. Yeah. So even if the even if the departments are just getting Holton Kwani ready for release, that's enough. That's good. Because it means that the infrastructure plans, means that the, the, the statutory planning uh, requirements, they are thought of, they are um, enacted, so that by the time we start seeing a spike in demand, developers can get in there, developers can start, can start developing. But we, what we don't want to do is we don't want to um, we don't want to take away from the current developers that's in Darwin. We don't want to see a situation what's like, for instance, the Heights Zurich, where COC Pete was heavily involved, made good good uh, development ground through there, and then um, Sakoli was released, and, and they were unable to sell those properties, and, and effectively they, they, they've now left town. Yeah, right. We don't want to be caught in that situation again. So yeah. it's a fine balance. It's a, it's a very fine balance to walk, in, and as I said, demand forecasting and, and the NT is, is very hard because we have a fluctuating market. Yeah. A very fluctuating market. Well, Hermanus, I really appreciate your time this morning. I think it, uh, you know, it gives us that bit of perspective and a bit of a better understanding when we talk about that land release, um, like that forecasting that needs to go into it as well uh, before you can really sort of, you know, get the rubber on the on the road for want of a better word. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Katie, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Hermanus.